Jazz. Greetings and welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 158, Sunday, May 7th, 2023. My name is James Sussane Catchpole, Mr. OK Jazz, coming to you as always from the rough, gritty, and sunny spring streets of North Yokohama, right here in the Tokyo metropolitan area of eastern Japan, the world's largest megacity. I'm a freelance broadcaster and music writer, and this podcast is pretty much whatever's been on my playlists recently. No borders or genres, just a whole lot of great tunes. Well, absolutely riveting and awesome modern jazz there that we started off with. The pianist Amal Jamal recorded that live in France in 2012 with his quartet, including Reginald Veal on bass, Herlin Riley on drums, Manolo Badrena on percussion, and Amal himself on piano. He was 82 years old at the time of this recording, still producing vibrant, fresh-sounding music with his incredible group. I actually saw this quartet play at the Tokyo Jazz Festival in 2013 with my good buddy Sean Smith. Some listeners may remember Sean from his old Tokyo Jazz Notes website where he reviewed many new Japanese jazz album releases when he lived in Japan. Well, the two of us were completely in awe of how great this group was. And it's funny, later on I found out that my good pal DJ Otsuka, who I run KO Radio with, she was also at that gig and had a similarly emotional reaction to it, as did most of the audience. Well, Ahmad Jamal left us recently at the age of 92, a career that he had coming out of the underrated musical city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the U.S. Well, very famously, Miles Davis was a huge fan of Ahmad Jamal's piano playing, particularly in his use of space as a real deep influence on Miles' own music. I think greatness truly knows other greatness, right? Well, and while he was not perhaps as widely known by casual fans as many others of his era, Ahmad was a pantheon-level American musician as a player and composer right up until the end. We're going to hear some more from the giant Ahmad Jamal later in the program. Well, all right, what's happening? Uh, it's been mm, just about a month, I think, since I've sat down to get another episode ready. Um, oh, well, that's technically not true, as earlier today I did put up a special mix for episode number 157. Do go check that out for some very nostalgic tunes from the 1990s. Uh, but for a regular OK Jazz episode, it has been a while. So much been going on. Where do I even start? Uh, if you follow me on social media, you will know that after five long years, my main man, Philip Barneal, finally came back to Japan so we could continue our Tokyo Jazz Joints photo project. Uh, well, due to COVID and the border situation here in Japan, he was unable to come for ages. So we had a very emotional five-minute reunion when I picked him up at his Shibuya Hotel and then immediately hit the ground and we went to visit the Masuko Jazz Cafe in Shimokutazawa so he could take some pictures. Thanks as always to Moiko-san there for the very warm welcome at Masako. Well, Philip and I had a super time together, as always, including three great days in Osaka, Kobe, and Nara, visiting a whole bunch of jazz spots. Uh, so stay tuned soon for several new episodes of our Tokyo Jazz Joints podcast. We'll go all deep into that adventure and all the book news. That's right. The photo book is almost here. I cannot wait to have a hard copy in my hands soon. And if you have ordered a copy uh, during our Kickstarter campaign, I would expect it to be mailed out sometime in early June. 
Um, let's see what else. Also, I've been working on a short piece for the Tokyo City government. After so many years, it seems that the tourist boom here is finally making the authorities understand that visitors love old Showa-era Tokyo places, and that includes my dear Jazz Kisa. So they asked me to do a little bit of a short intro article about the jazz world here, and that should be up and online later this week. I will send out all the PR as soon as it's ready. Um, and I guess lastly, you know, we just had the Golden Week Spring Holidays here in Japan, five days off work, which was wonderful. I took my precious wee dog Sam down to the seaside park, Yamashita Koen, here in Yokohama for the first time. I mean, he was a little bit nervous on the train, but overall he was a real star on the promenade, getting a lot of attention and compliments, so I was a very pro-papa for sure. Okay, that's more than enough bragging about my dog. Uh, time for the music! We have got a lot to get to today, as always. We have some new music from Brooklyn via the Punjab in India. Some hot new music from West Africa. Gonna pay respects to a Brazilian music legend. Uh, new music from two Europeans that I guess you could say is contemporary jazz musicians. And even a little bit of classic blues as well. The usual great mix of old and new. First up though, we're gonna hit a reissue from the always wonderful We Want Sounds label. This time, focusing here in Japan. Recorded 50 years ago in 1973, actress-singer Kaji Meiko's album No Hajiki Uta, featuring some very groovy tunes, including the theme songs to some of her most famous films like Lady Snowblood and Female Prisoner Scorpion. If you don't know who Kaji Meiko is, just Google an article that came out a couple days back, actually, in the Japan Times, a recent interview with her uh, by local music journalist James Hatfield here in Tokyo. Kajimeko, remarkable talent and forever the most stylish, coolest actress of the 1970s. So check this one out. It's called Hitori Kaze from Kajimeko. Okay, Jazz, episode number 158. show. Cool. 
Mm, that's one of my favorites. I've shared from this album before many episodes back. It's from 1972. Patti LaBelle, Nona Hendrix, Sarah Dash on vocals, known as LaBelle. The album's called Moonshadow. That was a tune, Peace With Yourself. Incredible record, so much soul, rocking out, funky, just black American music at its finest. A nice message there too, peace with yourself. How are you going to get it from somebody else? 100% fully support everyone in their quest to find peace with themselves. Whatever you need to keep your mind and spirit steady in a chaotic world that sometimes does not provide you with much peace at all. Well, if you're a regular listener of this program, you will know. Um, I think I've been pretty lucky because for me, I only need to sit down with some samba or jazz records and a couple of beers, and most of my troubles kind of just fade away. Music is my religion, my therapy, and my passion all at once. Okay, let's get back to the present. Um, Sonny Singh is a vocalist, trumpet player, and dole player. The dole is a double-headed drum used all around the Indian subcontinent. Uh, Sonny is a longtime member of the Brooklyn-based band Red Barat and also was previously in the group Outer National. He was the child of immigrant parents from Punjab in India, a Sikh family. And on his first solo album, it was just released in 2022, exactly one year ago in May. I'm so sorry that it took me so long to get to it. A record entitled Chardi Kala, which means the Sikh concept of revolutionary eternal optimism. Well, Sonny's brought something very fresh sounding on this album. Um, certainly you can hear the Punjabi influence, but he has a lot of other things going on too. World music, reggae, some Afrobeat grooves, etc. And this track we're going to hear is wild. I really love it. I'm surprised I did not know about Sonny Singh before getting this album uh, just a couple weeks ago. A very interesting musician. So check this out. It's from the album Chardi Kala, a tune called Gadar Machao.
like that one. Kimi Jabate is from Guinea-Bissau in West Africa. He comes from a griot family of musicians. 
He's now based in Lisbon, Portugal, and his new album release called Dindin is full of these West African meets reggae and other rhythmic grooves. Well, Kimi plays guitar, percussion, and the balafon. That is the African xylophone, and of course a precursor to modern vibes and xylophones in the West. The balafon is one of those instruments you just never get tired of hearing. And that track we heard was called Afone. If you are a reader of the great website, worldmusiccentral.org, and if you're an OK Jazz listener, you should be reading a website like that, right? Well, there's a very interesting review of this album, Dindin, as Jabate talks and sings about how, as a griot and child prodigy, he was sort of thrust into playing music at a very early age when he was not really ready to do so. And I thought that that was something to remember because, you know, occasionally, well, many times actually, as world music fans, uh, we tend to really romanticize uh, overseas musical cultures, uh, particularly the griot culture in West Africa, and how the music is hereditary, passing from parents to children. But sometimes that can be a curse as well as a blessing for the young ones. All right, anyways, from West Africa, we are going to head west across the Atlantic Ocean, of course, to Brazil. Uh, not new music today from that musical paradise. I know we've been hitting a lot of Brazilian releases over the last several episodes, but this time we're going to go back in time a little bit as we have just lost a giant of Brazilian music. Ivan Conti, known as Mamau, was the drummer and one of the co-founders of the Brazilian jazz funk group Azimuth. Well, he died recently at the age of 76. Azimuth were and are an incredible band, uh, blending, I'm going to quote from the Pitchfork Magazine article here about them, elements of jazz, bossa nova, musica popular brasilia, samba, folk, psychedelia, and later disco and funk, end quote, to make something just completely groovetastic. Really, really amazing band. Have a listen to this one from one of my favorite albums by Azimuth. It's called, and Portuguese speakers, please forgive my horrendous pronunciation here, Aguia Now Come Mosca. And this is a tune called Apressa. R.I.P. to the great Mamao from Azimuth. Thank you. 
Well, that's the real thing there, Junior Wells, an OK Jazz favorite from the classic album Hoodoo Man Blues, a song called Hey Lordy Mama. Well, I was talking with someone the other day who was asking me for some blues tunes to listen to as a beginner. And I mean, you know, there's just so many to choose from, but right away I went with Junior Wells. Uh, incredibly, he was only 30 when he recorded this album, uh, but he sounded like already a, a grizzled veteran. And um, that was Buddy Guy there playing some tasty guitar as usual in the band. Well, the blues, I mean, a massive genre of music with a lot more variety, I think, than people understand. I mean, electric Chicago blues is, of course, one of the most famous types, uh, but there's many, many other styles from around the country and dating back to the 1920s, really. Uh, but this album deserves its classic status for sure. And pretty much any album you see with Junior Wells' name on it, I mean, just pick it up. I don't think I could list my favorite blues musicians in any kind of order. No one really unexpected. I mean, Sonny Boy Williamson, Howlin' Wolf, Junior Wells, Otis Rush, um, oh, John Lee Hooker, of course. Um, if you head over to the KOL Radio homepage, it's kol-radio.com, have a look for my Blues 101 mix there, and that's for a good selection of some of my favorites. 
Well, I know that the blues was somewhat adopted by all of those British bands in the 1960s, and the Rolling Stones basically have made a 60-year career out of covering blues tunes. But for me, they always kind of sounded like pale bar band imitations, especially on the vocals. But our next tune comes from a bunch of mainly white boy blues fans from Florida and Georgia who played a version of the blues that was different but still very authentic, if you get what I mean. Talking about the Allman Brothers. This live track, One Way Out, recorded at the Fillmore East, shows just how deep they had incorporated in the blues into their music and how good they were. Greg Allman on vocals, Dwayne Allman on guitar before his horrible early death at the age of 25, Dickie Betts on guitar, J-Mo and Butch Trucks on that double drum setup that gives it such a great kick. From the album Eat a Peach, this is One Way Out. Thank you. 
Cause I might be your man Oh baby I just don't know
music there from Alina Bezajinska and the Hip Harp Collective. We heard from Alina a couple shows back. She's originally from Poland, now based in the UK, where she plays the harp. And here her and her group are doing a classic tune called Fire, originally done by Joe Henderson and Alice Coltrane. But this in a very new way, um, remixed by DJ Harve and Sub One from the We Are The Horsemen crew in London. That is not a name I'm familiar with, but uh, reading a little bit about them, it seems that they've been in the London scene for years. Um, usually not a big fan of club music and remixes in general, I have to be honest, but this one is super cool. So do check out Alina Bezajinska and the Hip Hop Collective's album Reflections, where you can hear their original cover of Fire. Plus now this single release of the remix by We Are The Horsemen. And that comes from our very good friends in the UK at the BBE label. More contemporary grooves now from a man who has been a regular here on OK Jazz for the last five years at least, even if some listeners may have missed it. It's Chip Wickham, originally from the UK, now based partially in Spain, partially in the UAE. His latest album, Cloud 10, which I shared a couple months back. It's still in heavy rotation here at La Casa de Oque Jazz. Have a listen to this one then called The Hit. This is Chip Wickham.
Wow, amazing sounds there. From the beautiful island of Taiwan and released on the always fascinating Phantom Limb label, that was an artist named Sabiwa, a tune called Pupa, and it comes from the album named Island Number no. 16, Memories of Future Landscapes. Sabiwa is a very interesting musician. A reading from her Bandcamp page, Kaohsiung-born, Berlin-based Sabiwa employs bass-heavy rhythms, dissected field recordings, and exploratory extended vocal technique, often beginning the compositional process with her own voice, and the ancient nature-mimicking musics from the Tao, Bunun, and Atayal, and other tribes people of her native Taiwan. Sabiwa processes and slices source material beyond recognition, opening sonic pathways to mesmerizing transcendental new dimensions. This is a really fascinating project. I recommend you check this one out and also have a look at the entire Phantom Limb label roster as they put out so many great albums. I cannot keep up with them all. I've been pretty lucky. I was able to visit Taiwan a couple times in the past, but I never really got to see much beyond uh, Taipei City. I hope next time to, to head out to the country to some of the indigenous areas in the southern part of the island. And before that tune, we heard another great reissue, this time from the tenor sax jazz man Harold Land. Harold Land was born in Houston, Texas, but he's more associated with California, where he spent most of his life, rather than being called the so-called uh, Texas tenor. Well, when he was young, he played in the legendary quintet with Clifford Brown and Max Roach. I first became familiar with Harold Land a little bit later on, one of his many collaborations with my main man, Bobby Hutcherson. Well, Harold's 1972 album, Damisi, on mainstream records has just been reissued, again, by the amazing We Want Sounds label. And we heard the title track there, Damisi. You know, 1970s jazz, it does not get the love and respect of previous decades, but there are endless gems to listen to from them, and this record is a welcome reissue. Uh, I know I had never heard it before. That's Dummy Seat by Harold Land. Well, you've been listening to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 158. It's time for me to get out of here and do some editing of a piece of writing that's taking much too long for me to finish, but I am almost there. Don't forget, as always, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at atmark, Mr. OK Jazz Tokyo. And you can hear this program all over the place via iTunes, SoundCloud, kol-radio.com, or tokyojazzsite.com. The playlist visible at all of those locations. Let's go out today then with one more from the legend, Ahmad Jamal. Maybe my favorite ever tune from him. I shared this on an earlier episode, but it's so great. We can listen to it again. Ahmad Jamal and his original composition called Swahili Land. Epic and gorgeous. Minasama o kiki itadaite. Arigatou gozaimasu. O aite wa James Catchpole deshita.